0: Alright everyone, welcome to episode oh, Joe. 19. 19 of Run 402 the podcast. We're gonna turn 20 soon. I know, we're turning 20 next week. Um, right now, me and Joe are actually co-hosting an episode, which is super fun. We're over here at Run Happy Hour. There's just a few left. Monday nights at 6 at Peak Performance. We're using our new microphones that Jody got us, so we're pretty excited. Um, <laughs> we got our first beer drop off, which is pretty good. I'll be right back. Uh, we had a big week this week. We were on the news. We we're on W.O.W.T. We had a little segment. Uh, it was super last minute. I got the message at noon that we could be on at 10, but me and Joe, we pulled it together and we made it happen. We made it happen. Uh, so tune into that. And if you guys miss or don't tune into that, people already tuned into that. So if you missed it, we have it on all of our social media platforms. So go check that out. And today we have Chris Mcbrat- McBratley from Run, Nebraska. Run, Nebraska is a lot easier to say than McBratley. Uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about himself run nebraska the white light mile and then we're gonna end with a potential future run club
1: all
0: right how's everyone doing yeah let's roll all right we're throwing it back when did you start running
2: uh i went out for cross country in 93 i believe all right i was born
0: in 94 just, oh I like to throw that out here.
1: We're old Joe. <laughs> uh, we back up. So he is Daniel J. Gross High School. Damn. I am Ralston High School. Are
0: those rivals?
1: Bitter. Rivals. Bitter rivals.
0: Oh, man.
1: But we were able to throw that aside and run together tonight, and
2: it was good.
0: Yeah, you guys did a couple miles together?
1: Logged
2: two good miles. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Cool. Yep. So I, I started running, uh, I went out cross country my freshman year to get in shape for basketball. Um, as a freshman, I was 4'10 and 90 pounds, so I couldn't play football. <laughs> my parents were smart enough to not let me do that, even though I wanted to. Thank you for them on that. Um, and then after my freshman year of basketball, I realized that I was not good at basketball. And so I ended up running cross country for four years, and then um, played baseball my first two years of high school, and then went out for track
0: heck yeah
2: I was uh, it was nothing illustrious by any means I was uh, I was varsity but our varsity team was nothing to write home about we never qualified for state as a team we had I think three state qualifiers combined between boys and girls throughout my whole four years in high school uh, for cross country so how about
0: Ralston how did they do
2: we were okay we <laughs> were, we're okay. probably better <laughs> we're better, <than> <laughs> probably better. Um, we were both better than scud I think so that was good yeah I think, um, at the time mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it was, uh, it was not the prettiest high school career and we had different coaches for cross country and track so I actually didn't know people trained in the winter when it was cold um, had no clue about that and so I basically got in shape every fall and every spring <laughs> lather and spring. yeah mm-hmm.
0: exactly All right, so did you like how did your running grow from there?
2: So after high school, I got lazy. Um, I lifted weights, I would go do the you know the weightlifting thing to try to build muscles for whatever reason. I finally grew my junior year of high school, so that was good. I wasn't 410 anymore. Um, nothing wrong with being (laughs) 410. He is not
0: 410 today,
2: (laughs) um, but then in I think it was 2011 um, my wife got into running again she ran in high school as well um, ran cross country and she wanted to get back into running just for general fitness and I thought oh, I might do this again and it's really since I think it was 2011 I've been pretty hooked and it's I was telling Joe it's the thing that kind of keeps me from uh, going insane yeah and when I'm injured it's really bad yeah so I don't want to bike I don't I definitely don't want to swim I just want
0: I'm the same way. I'm, you know, I like biking and stuff, but that's more for fun. That's not exercising to me. I don't
1: know.
2: It's to get you from point A to point B.
0: Yeah, right.
2: A leisurely stroll on the bike. You know, I did that with my wife yesterday. I ran, did a shakeout yesterday morning after a Saturday race, and then we rode eight miles on the bike, just pretty easy. And, you know, yeah, just, nice. what race do you have coming up? What are you looking forward to? What are you getting ready for? Uh, you you're on know, you in the hot seat now. Yep. Yeah. I, so I'm just cutting off an ankle. Um, and so I'm trying to get back into shape. I ran a race. I ran a 5K Saturday night when it was literally 98 degrees. 98,000
1: degrees. Oh. Yeah.
2: It was brutal, yes. <laughs> um, it was the uh, Fremont High School... Uh, Craig Spillenick alumni run and it was it was horrible. It was just a total death march. Um, so I wanted to use that as a barometer to see where my fitness was that I could maybe build up for something either later this fall or early spring, but I have nothing on the calendar. Um, so I'm just kind of playing up my ear and if something tickles my fancy, then I might jump in at the last minute. You know, 5K, 10K, maybe a half, um, but I just, I, I wanted to make sure my ankle was right, Saturday night, no pain, so trying to get the fitness back. And not not that my fitness is anything super crazy, but um, just trying to get back to maybe where I'd like to be to continue that baseline training.
1: Oh, for sure. So I love it. You have a running background. Yep. You are a runner. Here's what fascinates me. Tell all the listeners about your side company, because it's not your main job. But it is your side company, because I think this is the coolest thing ever
2: yeah, so in uh, 2017, I think it was September of 2017, I approached um, a few friends and my wife with the idea of starting a race timing business. Um, and it was at that time that Red Dirt Running Company out um, in Legacy was up for sale. Uh, they weren't sure what was going to happen with their running business, or their race timing business, rather. And um, I kind of thought, well, there are some great, all of the timers in and around Omaha and Lincoln are phenomenal. They, they all do a really, really great job. But I thought, well, What if we took that to kind of the next level to help those small to mid-sized races expand the footprint? And so, I have a running background. Uh, My friend Curtis has an IT background. He does not like running them whatsoever. My wife runs, Um, you know, so we, we thought, well, what if we started this business to introduce marketing and photography into race timing so not only do we time races we create unique registration pages we do race photography um we created a social media presence because you know and and i'm not giving away trade secrets here i mean any of our competitors can do this if they want um but we created a a social media presence um and you know a lot of times we're promoting different races a lot of times we'll be in our weird quirky selves um
0: have you seen their memes you gotta look at them they're really funny
2: Yeah, we've had like a five-year running joke about how much, and it's mostly me, how much I hate Nickelback. Um, We have done, I was telling Joe about this, we did a taco mile um, because Cinco de Mayo in 2020, I believe, fell on a Tuesday. So I did a taco mile where I ate a taco, ran a quarter mile, ate a taco, ran a quarter mile. There's also a video on our Facebook page where I flew a drone into my arm and I have scars to prove it. I was (laughs) trying to fly fireball to Curtis across the street, because we lived across the street at that time, and I screwed up the drone landing and instead flew it back to myself to to the home, Uh, hit the home button, and it flew into a tree and I tried to catch it. So, uh, you know, word to the wise out there, don't try to catch a falling drone, because it will slice up your arm very badly. Um, and this and so, is all
0: on at Run Nebraska on Instagram?
2: Uh, yeah, if you go to our uh, Facebook page, uh, I know the video's on uh, our Facebook page, uh, which is, uh, gosh, if you go, if you search Run Nebraska on Facebook, you'll find it. Um, you know, Instagram is, you know, a lot of promotion about our company. Um, you know, we'll post some things about our runs uh, that we're doing. Um, you know, we timed a race yesterday morning, so we like to post some start pictures of the race, um, you know, call before the storm sort of thing. And really our big thing is... Trying to promote the little guys. Um, you know, our company was created to help the smaller to mid-sized races increase participation, give them a little bit more stuff to promote and talk about. So everybody gets pictures that are free. Um, they get you know some extra promotion. We send out email blasts. We promote them on social media, and it was really all an effort to help those you know hundred to two hundred person races increase participation. <coughs> here's, here's what I'm going to say, and this yeah. is what I love because. A person
1: who runs a small race, like myself, we're also know the Penn take Formula, like our timing is horrible uh, and everything like that. But what your company does and the races that you support and you work with and your price points and your competitors, you, know, you know, your customers can uh, probably vouch for you and if people are interested, they can reach out to you. You really do support the backbone of racing in Nebraska. Like I, everyone loves the big, you know, the big races, you know, the Lincoln Half, you know, um, all those races. Uh, but the races that really set a difference in Nebraska. All the small town quirky races, you know, the Hooper 4th of July Fun Run, which is competitive or whatever. But, like, all the, all the small ones, because what they're doing is they're taking their money and they're pumping it right back into their community. And I think that, that's a cool thing. I
2: mean, yeah, it's 100% cool. And, and, that's, and that's what we wanted to do, because if you look at most of these smaller races, whether it's 5K, 10K, half, even, you know, we, we time... Um, Greg Scar, scar tweets, I've got the same right. Uh, race the uh races. You know they give back to the community, and, and our big thing is that most of these races. Do have some nonprofit feedback and, and tie-in. So our big thing was if we can keep our costs low enough and help them increase participation, then that's more money that goes back to whatever the cause might be. And you know, really at the end of the day, our costs are even though we do some of these additional things. And again, every other timer in the area is phenomenal. So um, yeah, they're all good. But we wanted to provide these additional services while also keeping our costs in line with with our competition
1: and but so that, let's keep it real though. like if your company if, you're, if a race hires you guys you're doing their timing their marketing their photography and things yep. like that and, and if you do a good job the next year if they increase by
2: 20 yep. or 30 people they're making a difference in their community yeah Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And that, and that's the thing, you know, as any any race timer would tell you that the more participants there are, the cheaper per participant cost there is. And so if we can grow that race from 100 to 120 people, or 200 to 250 people, then that's more money that goes back to that nonprofit, that's more money that goes back to that organization. And really at the end of the day, that's what we wanted to do because I got wrangled into being a volunteer race director nine years ago for uh, the John C. Fremont Days Ridge Road Run. Uh, in Fremont, and you know, I, I kind of looked at what we were paying for race timing, and I was like, you know what, we're paying this, and they do a great job timing, but they come, they time me, and we wanted to have, you know, so we, we play music, we have um, a big, you know, fifty-five inch. Outdoor TV time clock. Uh, that's so promotion. cool. Yeah, it's, we we don't bring it out in the rain. obviously that's you know kind of a no go. Yesterday was kind of a roll of the dice with the weather in the morning, but yeah, uh, out in uh, Scribner, but uh, we we made it work. And um, you know we wanted to kind of have that event feel. I mean, you know, you look at like the pink gorillas in the world; they put on. I mean, they're they're a marketing organization in a big, big way. And I think everybody who puts on a race should aspire to what they can do. And if we can even do a fraction of that on a really small scale, um, then I I feel like we're doing a service to those race organizers.
0: Yeah. Uh, What are your guys' upcoming races?
2: Uh, So we've got, right now on the calendar, um, so since this is a side project for us, we kind of pick and choose the races we do. Um, We've got two races on the calendar right now through the end of the year, Um, and that can change. You know, sometimes we get last minute, hey can you help us with this? Um, So we've got the uh, Fremont, YMCA turkey trot on Thanksgiving uh, we've done that gosh, every year since 2018 um, that usually draws about 400 people it's it's actually a really fast race uh, that race has been won it's there's a two-mile and a five-mile that race has been won in like 25 and change 26 minutes before um, wow. and then uh, we put on our own race on October 1st which is the white light mile it's a USATF certified uh, one-mile course in Fremont it's two laps around downtown the roads are closed um, takes place at night which we wanted to kind of showcase Fremont at night because most of the buildings downtown have white Christmas lights. Fremont used to be known as the white light city and so we wanted to kind of harken back to that. Um, Being from Fremont we wanted to kind of pay homage to what we do Um, and there I don't think there were any road miles in Nebraska in 2020 but in 2019 and 21 um, a race was the fastest road mile in Nebraska. That's Uh, Last year was one in 418 which is nuts um, and we culminate the end of the, the day with um, the elite women and the elite men just to kind of put on a little showcase for everybody in attendance whether whether people are running or not or they just want a little show is that um, where sarah and i are going to run the elites yep exactly. yeah, yes of course yes absolutely me
0: and we're joe invited were invited yes, yes of course yes
2: Yes, and we hope you guys are there. Um, but it's, uh, it, it, it's waves of runners taking off. We have a kids race at six o'clock, which is a half mile, you know, just one lap around downtown. Um, and then after that, it's waves of runners taking off every eight to ten minutes or so um, to kind of create that in- intimate feel. But by the end of the night, you have more and more people funneling in by the finish line. You have kids running in between cross streets to watch people as they run, um, you know, north and south. And it's just a—it's it, a really cool vibe, and we wanted to create something fun and unique and different. Every participant not only gets, you know, a super comfy t shirts, we don't do sponsor logos on T shirts. Um because we i mean, as a runner, I like to wear shirts that without logos. So yeah, that's uh, we don't do any of that. We find different ways to promote our sponsors and we've got some the shirt really from awesome. Last year? Yes, this is the shirt from last year. I, I like
0: it. Yeah, that's
2: a good shirt. Yeah so we did a, a kind of glow effect on it and uh it's it's this year's shirt can be better? Um, it's I, I think so, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm pumped for
1: this reason. Right? Beauty's in yeah, Valley, we're the Beholder, be there. yeah,
2: I, I think it's I think it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, our our theme this year is light yeah. up the night and um, you know, really, at the end of the day, everybody gets you know post-race food, and it's not just you know a banana, bagel, bottle of water. You come, you run, you leave, sort of thing. Um, we really try to create kind of that event vibe where people want to stick around until the end. Uh, tons of awards. Um, you know, swimming. So we really get the sponsors for it. We hope to do prize money this year for the top three men and women. But fingers crossed. So yeah, any sponsors
1: out there? You know, we're,
2: we're interested. It's. Uh, it's like uh, Step Brothers, you know. Maybe you, maybe yeah, you. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> World wide, prestige worldwide. Yep,
2: prestige worldwide. Exactly. So we're we're pumped for that. That's that's the only race we put on every year, um, but it's kind of our signature event, and we go all in on it. And you know, honestly, we we try to keep the cost really low because we provide a ton to the participants, and we just we want to showcase Fremont, especially at night. It's an historic area, and it's a ton of fun. You know why? You need to have Tara Lee from the Chamber pump this out. We partner with Tara. Yeah, they do a great job helping us. Yeah, right. We've got some Chamber events coming up, so.
1: All right. All right. Hey, why don't you share your Facebook page, your Instagram page, your social media? If People are interested in have races that want to do this because it's going to get loud here in a second. So yes. share yes. everything. How do they get a hold of you? Where do they find your company?
2: Yeah. So um, on Facebook, I believe we're a Run Nebraska LLC. Um, on Instagram, it wasn't taken. We're at Run Nebraska. Um, and Twitter, we're at Run Nebraska LLC. That's where we've got some hot takes um, sometimes with the track and field community. Um, we'll track trivia knowledge and things like that. Um, and then our website is www.run-ne.com and you can find um, stuff about our races, you can find stuff about the White Light Mile. Uh, We sell merchandise. Right now we've got the I Heart Cross Country shirt on there, which is really cool. Um, And so, uh, yeah, find us on all those spots. All right.
1: I'm good. Yeah, we're we're good. Listen. Ralston Gross, yes. Rivals in the past tonight for friends. Yes. A lot of, I'm, I'm pumped water over the bridge. I'm, water over yeah. the bridge. I'm pumped up for your race. I'm excited for what your company does. I, I'm so excited to learn how you guys help smaller races and provide that service to the small guy uh, or girl. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Whoever's putting on the race. and So. We're great for. Yeah.
2: Anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome. Yeah. You've got an event pushing out there. Sounds cool. good. Yeah. All right. And if you guys want to come out to Fremont to run sometime, we're hoping to uh, start a group run uh, at a new local brewery out there. They opened it earlier this year. So what's the name uh, of it? Uh, the 505 Brewery. So, 505 uh, Brewery. Yeah. They've got some very delicious beers and we're uh, hoping to start some group runs uh, coming up here in the near future. You'll let yeah. us know when they are and we'll, we'll push it out. Yeah.
1: We're
0: going to be at the kickoff one.
2: Absolutely. make it happen. <laughs> sounds like a plan my <laughs> oh,
1: right. podcast. my yes. podcast yes, from
2: there for
0: exactly. me. Like,
1: when is it going to be? Any idea? You know,
2: yeah. meet with him tomorrow to talk about it. So, uh, hoping in the next week or two.
0: Heck, all right. Heck That's yeah. No. Heck yeah. All right. Well, thank you Chris and thanks Joe for oh, being gosh, this yeah. so much fun. I know. We should more often. I know. I know. Got to make it happen. Yeah, you get both hosts today. <laughs> and you got to run with one of them too. <laughs> all right. Well, we are signing off and number 19, number it 19 looks- in the books.